Welcome to the How to Pray segment of the Antioch Indie Podcast, where we take time every week to talk about tools and lessons to help you pray, model ways to pray, and host conversations with different people about what they're learning about prayer and how they are growing themselves. I hope this encourages and equips you and that you enjoy today's episode. All right, welcome back to this week's episode of How to Pray. Yes, it's still me and Joe Yuen. Yes, we're still wearing the same clothes. Amen. Because yes, this is all happening at the same time. Amen. But it's not going the, on the internet at I the same time. I do have more than one shirt. Just wanted you to know that. <laughs> right. <Okay. laughs> That's good. I do too. I think you need it. No, it's okay. Oh, interesting. Anyway. <laughs> Joe's back, and uh, this week we're going to talk about praying in tongues. Okay. I know that you love praying in tongues. Yeah. I love praying in tongues. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people have questions about praying in tongues. Mm-hmm. And I know that for me, so for me growing up, I was never grew up, I was never in an environment where anybody talked about praying in tongues. And I remember hearing, I, at least looking back, I remember one, hearing one story that somebody had heard some, somebody told them a story they had heard, you know, like they weren't even there, but they heard somebody prayed in tongues one time and it was some super weird thing. I was in like seventh grade or something when I heard that. That's all I ever heard about it growing up. And then when I was in college, started falling in love with God. And I remember being like, God, I would love to pray in tongues. I don't know what that is or how that works or whatever. But if that could ever happen, maybe one day sometime, that'd be super cool. Mm -hmm. And then it happened one time and it freaked me out. And I was like, what in the world happened? And then I had a meeting with the guy who was discipling me like two weeks later. And he said, hey, do you ever pray in tongues? And I said, I think I did one time. And he said, well, why, don't you, why haven't you continued to do it? And I said, I don't know. I, I didn't know that was allowed. I don't, I don't even know what's happening, you know? And that just started a whole big, long conversation. And um, I know that you and I would both say that praying in tongues is a huge part of our own spiritual walk. And I'm just, I'm just thankful. But I think it's a huge conversation. We'd just love to hear, you know, your thoughts on praying in tongues. I know it's a very broad segue, but... Well, um, <laughs> an interesting subject right Yes. Now. Uh, one that I love. Uh, if I look at the book of Acts, um, uh, what I would, uh, I mean, it's obvious to me that every major move of God in the New Testament starts with the baptism of the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues. Mm -hmm. Acts chapter 2, Acts chapter 8, Acts chapter 10, and Acts chapter 19. Mm -hmm. And, um, and you know, it, it's just there in the scriptures yeah. to believe. It's, it's one of the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And there's tongues for, you know, there's two words in, in um, Acts chapter 2 for speaking in tongues. One, uh, one Greek word is the word dialectos, which means known languages. And then there's the word glossolalia, which means the languages of angels. Mm -hmm. And both are true. Yeah. Um, and... Um, it's part of our prayer journey, I believe. Mm -hmm. If you listen to the wonderful and amazing Jackie Pullinger, yeah. uh, she will say to you, why live with half of your prayer life missing? Mm. Because where we pray, it says in 1 Corinthians 14, we pray with the understanding and we pray with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. My understanding of praying in the Holy Spirit is by using your prayer language mm -hmm. speaking in tongues yeah so maybe let's start with this question that i think a lot of people have what is it what is praying in tongues 
What is it? Yeah, what is it? It's a gift of the Holy Spirit. And, and they're like, and like it, what happens when you pray in tongues? What happens? Yeah, like how do you do it? How do you do it? Yeah. Well, you, 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 the, the Lord fills you with his Holy uh-huh. Spirit, um, and he gives you this prayer language. And, um, and, you know, I found myself one day, uh, many, many years ago, I got what I would call the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Uh-huh. I didn't speak in tongues straight away. But it was just later on that I found that I was saying these words right. that were different from English. Right. Um, and sometimes I remember traveling to Russia one time, and uh, I'm sitting with one of my friends, and he said, you speak in tongues a lot, and do you know that you speak some Russian? And I said, oh, I do I? Right. So I said, well, praise the Lord. Yeah. I'm glad that that's happening. Yep. Um, I was in Seattle, and we were praying. You know, what was just in the early days of the church, so we're walking down the road with one guy, and and um, we're praying in the Holy Spirit, and just, well, what do you pray in the midst of all <laughs> right. the spiritual warfare that was right. going on at that time? Yeah, I didn't have English words, so I used my prayer language. So good. Um, it says in Jude that pray in the Spirit and build up your most holy faith. Right. And I would say that that's something that happens when I do that. Yeah. Um, and uh, when I was walking down the street in, in, in Seattle that day, this guy said, do you speak Arabic? I said, no. He said, you just did. Mm. I said, well, praise God. Right. Now, I've gone to India a lot. And I always want to get Hindi by the Holy Spirit. <laughs> totally. Probably because I'm too lazy to learn it. <laughs> yeah. But it would be great if God would do yes. that in me. That would be great. I it love would. that. But I have seen, I remember being in South Africa in a, in a training school um, with all nations. And there's this um, African guy. He came from somewhere north in South, in, in South Africa itself. He could speak his own language, his local, local language, and a little Afrikaans. Mm-hmm. I remember praying for him, and he fell down on the ground, and then he gets up, and lots of other people were prayed for. And and I had never realized his name was Abraham. And so Abraham was traveling home with this American couple, and um, the the guy said to his wife, who did a little bit of translation for Abraham, he says, go and ask Abraham what happened to him yeah. when he got prayed for today. Right. And Abraham answered him back in English. Huh. And has spoken English ever since. He received it by the Holy Spirit. Like he just speaks the language. He speaks the language. Now, he wow. came the next day, and he was testifying to us. Yeah. And I said, now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's just stop here. <laughs> I said, you are testifying to me of the power of God. And I think that's day of Pentecost stuff. <laughs> they testified of the power of God right. that day. And it was amazing to hear him. Yeah. It just and the power of God was so evident in the mm. way he was talking. Mm. And and that's so cool. Coming through the experience he had. Yeah. I've experienced different things and heard a lot of s- different testimonies of the power of praying in tongues. I don't know if I've ever heard a testimony of somebody just getting a whole language yeah, and then they can just speak it. Well, that's, that's fantastic. What in the day of Pentecost. Yeah, I guess it did. 
Well, I don't know if that was like a momentary thing or if they knew it now then for the duration of their life. He's you know? still doing it, apparently. Yeah, apparently. Apparently it's the same God. Well, his wife came to the next training school, and she told me he still speaks in English. That's awesome. So, I love that. That's so cool. If that's speaking in tongues for him, praise yeah. the Lord. <laughs> yeah, call it what you want. It's awesome. <laughs> Amen. So you said uh, how Jude mentions, you know, pray in the Holy Spirit and be built up in your most holy faith. What's some of the fruit that the Bible talks about and just even that you've seen in your own life about why to pray in tongues? What's some of the fruit of, you know, utilizing the gift of tongues in your life? Well, um, you know— Sometimes you have some, you know, when you're involved in a movement like ours, sometimes some emergency things happen, mm-hmm. and you need to pray fervently. You know, a two two second prayer. You know, mm. it's like, um, you know, Auntie Mary's in hospital, yeah. and uh, you know, you can pray for her to be blessed, 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 blessed. Ble- right. Sometimes it needs a little bit more than a bunch of grapes. You know. Yeah. Or a bunch of flowers. Yeah. We just we need to get hold of fervent prayer. Yeah. And uh, Jesus prayed with groanings, mm. you know, that couldn't be uttered. Yeah. He said at the end of Mark's gospel that we would speak with other tongues. Mm. If it's good enough for Jesus to say, yeah. it's good enough for me to do. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I know that in First Corinthians, uh, I think fourteen, it talks about how like builds up our inner mm. person. And I think that's fascinating to think about and really motivating for me yeah. personally. Like, wow, I don't know exactly what that means, but it sounds really important. Yeah. And well, really beneficial. You build yourself up. Right. It means that you're not giving way to thoughts mm. being a, t- you're, you're praying in the spirit yeah. from your spirit. Right. It's, you know, it's, it's, um, it's deeper than, you know, praying out of your mind because, I don't know about you in the morning, but sometimes it's hard to focus your mind. Absolutely. And so I'd rather open up my spirit and begin to pray in the spirit right. for a while. Yeah, that's so good. I pray in the spirit and I pray in English too. Right, right. I think that's important to note. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that it is yeah. it is both together. I love what you said that Jackie Pollinger said, like, why, why go with half of your prayer yeah. missing? But that doesn't mean now skip out on the yeah. the normal yeah. language or whatever yeah. half as well, but trusting God to do it in partnership together. So I think another big question that people have is like, if people don't pray in tongues or don't have the gift of tongues, what does it look like to, does everybody get the gift of tongues? How do you, how do you get the gift of tongues? What do you, what do you, what does a person do listening? Who's like, wow, this is new or I've, or I've wanted that for a long time, but I just don't, that doesn't happen to me, you know. Well, how many kids you got? Two. Two. What's their names? Smith and Rose. Smith and Rose. So you're making breakfast, and Rose is sitting at one side of the table, and Smith is on the other. And you said, okay, Rose, you're not getting anything today, but I'm just going to feed Smith. What kind of father are you? Not a very good one. Well. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I I mean, the Holy Spirit has been shed abroad in our You know, yeah. the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts mm-hmm. by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. He sent the Holy Spirit that, to empower us for the work that he's called us to. Yeah. So I think it's for every believer, if they want it. Mm. But there has to be a desire for it, mm. a desire for the things of God. Yeah. And I don't know, I, I mean... I 
I've been doing this now for since 1981, and it's second nature. Right. I mean, and I wouldn't want to live without it. Right. Absolutely. So I'm so, thankful. Yeah. So, okay, so practically, like, what does it look for somebody, what does it look like for somebody to hunger after it and desire it? You know, desire, like, you know, you said for you, you had an experience where you would say, I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, but you didn't start praying in tongues straight away. And I know there's a, been a journey for me. I'm still growing in it, you know, but so I, cause I think we can talk about it and it can come off to people, especially yeah. who are unfamiliar with it, unfamiliar with this type of stuff to be like, Oh wow. It seems like everybody went to the club that the Christian club got their touch on the head and everything started happening. Like that, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. how, how did, what practically, what does it look like to hunger and, and desire the gift of tongues? Well, it comes to a relationship with God. Everything yeah. is to do with the relationship with Jesus. Mm. And he promised his disciples. He breathed on them in John chapter 20, 21, didn't he? Yes. And um, he, he said, and then he said to them in Acts chapter 1, just go and wait until yeah. you receive power, right? Mm -hmm. He didn't say wait and get saved. He said because he'd already breathed on them mm -hmm. after the resurrection. And so um, I believe that's when they got saved, yeah. if you like. Mm -hmm. And then they got empowered by, with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And, you know, the interesting thing is that you, there's there's nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. I know there's more gifts, but mm -hmm. there's nine gifts of the Holy Spirit mentioned in First Corinthians uh, 12. And the thing that should provoke the, the, the New Testament church is that you'll find seven of these gifts working in the Old Testament, and the only two that God added in for New Testament church is speaking in tongues and interpretation of tongues. Huh. But we've resisted it Interesting. for so long. Yeah. And that's the crazy Pentecostals or charismatic. Yeah. None of us is crazy. Yeah. We just love our prayer language. Yeah. And and I'm just so thankful yeah. to the Lord for it. So good. That's so good. That like the wait on the Lord. And I th I think just as we wrap up this part, I think that that waiting part is so huge that God, that you've, we've been talking about how God's such a good father. And like, th sometimes there's a journey, there's a process and on the, on kind of God's side, there's a journey and a process that he's taking us on. Mm -hmm. And then there's also the, our side of learning to wait, learning to hunger, learning to desire and, and kind of endure the waiting and the pressing in and all of that. And, you know, I think about, uh, just that list of the nine gifts of the Holy spirit, for example, and, I want more of all of those things. So that shouldn't, I, I don't want that to go into my mind category of like, oh, God just doesn't do that through me. I would rather spend the rest of my life choosing to wait with faith for more of each one of those things and and press into that than just sit back and discount and say, well, I must not get that one. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want more miracles. I want more yeah. prophetic words and words of knowledge. I want more of all of these sort of things. And so I would hope that, you know, for us, this is, we wrap up and, and I'd love for you to pray for us that we, that people even listening would get the gift of tongues and a prayer language. Um, but I think before we even do that, I just want to say for all of us, I'm talking about how to pray. I think so much of how, so much of prayer is just choosing to show up again and Amen. get in the presence of God and say, God, you're bigger than me. You know everything more than me. Like I need to come here to submit myself to you. I want to be here. I'm hungry for you. Yeah. Do more. 
pour out yourself in me. Like it's that submission thing. And yeah. so let's, let's all, you know, as just as we wrap up, like I want to say, I want it personally, but then as a church, let's just commit to waiting, waiting for more, like active, the active waiting, the choosing, I'm going to show up again and believe that God's mm. not done with me. Mm. Would you pray for us? I certainly will. Yeah. Okay. Well, Father, we want to thank you, Lord. I want to thank you for Jesus. Mm. I want to thank you for the promises that Jesus made. Go ye therefore into all the world and baptize, and you would be with us. I want to thank you, Lord, that Jesus said at the end of Acts that we would speak with new tongues, Lord, that we would see healings and miracles, so forth. There are so many things that we could say, Lord, and we want to be obedient to Jesus. Mm. And Jesus, you promised on the day of Pen- that on the uh, in acts uh, chapter 1 verse 8 that that he had said to your disciples go into the city and wait until you're endued with power mm-hmm. and so lord i'm praying today for antioch um, <clears throat> indianapolis that as we wait upon the lord your promise is lord that we would receive power mm-hmm. and lord i believe that they had to wait till the day of Pentecost fully come came. The day of Pentecost came and went, and now we're living in this dispensation of the Holy Spirit, this, uh, this time of the Holy Spirit. And so, Lord, I don't think we need to wait much longer. Mm. And what I would say to you if you're listening to this at this moment is open up your heart. Mm. Open up your hands to the Lord. Now receive the power of God. I release the power of God to you today in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray that each one of you would be endued with power for the greater good of Indianapolis and Indiana, the nation of America, and the nations of the world. And I pray that our Father in heaven would endue you with power to believe him for more. And so I pray for your prayer language today, and I pray for its release upon you now in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Joe. You're welcome.